coming to you live from the Business Radio X studio. It's Franchise Marketing Radio, brought to you by IDS, an award-winning digital marketing agency that delivers integrated marketing solutions for franchisers, franchisees, and franchise development teams. Learn why over 75 brands depend on IDS's team of dedicated marketers and client service professionals to deliver a strong ROI on their marketing investment. Go to IDSFranchiseMarketing.com for a complimentary digital audit and consultation. Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of Franchise Marketing Radio. I'm your host, Rob Ganley. And I always say this at the beginning of every show, I'm excited. I'm excited because we have an awesome guest today. Our guest is Danita Karani, and she is the brand president of Pet Wants. And me being a complete dog fanatic, and I, I think I live in Colorado Springs and has the most dogs per capita. So we're proud of that, of that stat here. But anyway, welcome to the show, Danita. Thanks so much, Rob. It's great to be here. Good to have you. So as we get started, why don't you share a little bit about how you got to be brand president? And I know that's a fairly new position, but tell us more how you got involved with the brand and a little bit about the future. You bet. I'll be glad to do that. So I have a long history of being an entrepreneur. I had my own business that was not part of a franchise system, which I sold uh, to the largest company in that industry. Went to work for the giant, was very successful there, but I found myself missing that small business, that entrepreneurial ability. And so as I was looking for my next opportunity, I specifically was looking for a franchise the, the second time out. I wanted that support. I wanted that structure and not being on my own all the time. So I acquired what was the first territory at the time of a company called College Nannies and Sitters. Uh, today, they're called Jovi Childcare Reimagined. We provided premium childcare to families, businesses, events. And I owned and operated that franchise for 10 years in the Atlanta market, Uh, was always a top performer within the system. And again, timing was everything. In 2019, we got a new brand president into that brand, had an opportunity to work with him very closely and shared with him in our first conversation that I was starting to plan my exit. I'd been doing it for almost 10 years and I was ready for the next thing. An opportunity presented itself shortly thereafter to actually join the franchisor and join the support team for that brand. And so I ran all of operations for that franchise system for about three years. So that included our tech team, our operations team, our shared services team, our franchise support team, and our training team. It was a fantastic experience moving from Z to Zor and really understanding the the different sides of that equation and really um, getting to look at things from a different lens. So when the opportunity to look at Pet Wants was presented to me, uh, first, what drew me to it was the passion of the brand. So I've been so fortunate in my career. I served the elderly and the disabled in the beginning of my career. I served families and children in the middle. And today I get to serve pets and pet parents. So I can't think of a better arc to who I get to serve in my career. 
I was also extraordinarily impressed with the uh, with the growth of the franchise system, with the strength of the support team here, and so it just felt like the perfect fit for my vision for the future and where I came from. Wow, what an answer! I got to say, um, you know, there, you know, when you said I was an entrepreneur and I built up a business and sold it, that is a special person. Uh, to go through that cycle and then to, to get into the franchise industry and be on both sides of that as a franchisee and as a franchisor, you're very well-rounded and you very much understand the different angles because that I've you know found in my career of franchising as well is that it's so important for the franchisor to understand his franchisees. And I think you can do that better when you've been in different parts of business from different angles. So that's pretty amazing. Absolutely. It's so, been a great part of my conversation with our franchisees. Yeah, exactly. So tell us, you know, tell me a little bit more about Pet Wants, um, you know, from a marketing perspective and a branding perspective. Tell me a little bit more about what's behind the brand. What is it that you're, that, you know, what's sort of the ethos of the brand or what, what kind of drives it and sort of the branding kind of hopefully supports that idea? Absolutely. So really, you know, the core of our DNA is pet health and nutrition, uh, you know, we were founded in 2010 by a, a pet parent that couldn't find solutions for her dogs and um, decided to take matters into her own hands and worked with uh, to formulate uh, proprietary formulas that were just top nutrition. And so the, the brand has been able to capitalize on that and, um, you know, to expand our product lines to include uh, nutritious uh, treats and chews and supplements. And so it's really all about the health, wellness and nutrition of pets. Uh, we've targeted pet parents that value that, right? That they want what's good for their human family and for their pet family. I tell you, I, I have to, I'm, I'm laughing a little bit just because I, I was a dog owner for a number of years and I, I haven't been for a few, uh, you know, the cycle, they went through the cycle and um, they were lovely dogs. But I remember just learning all about nutrition and being just being kind of appalled a little bit about some of the, the mainline food out there, right? Not being higher quality and really learning, wait a minute, we, we really need to we had some health problems we had to work through, but we really had to go find the right, the right products. And it wasn't really that easy to, you know, to do. And of course we found the right stores and places to go eventually, but I, you're, you're right. I mean, I would think there's a great need for it in the marketplace today. And so, you know, one of the things that we really focus on with our franchisees is providing them with the education to become the local expert. We have a um, nutrition expert on our staff that is able not only to provide that education during training, but also as questions come up in the course of uh, franchisees talking with their communities that they can go to and say, hey, I had a customer ask me about this. How can nutrition help with this particular problem? And so really focusing on how we can help pets become healthier, happier from the inside out is really what it's all about. Yeah, that's really cool. I, I love it. I love, like I said, I'm a pet, I'm a pet person. So, um, well, that, that's tremendous. So tell me a little bit 
a little earlier when we spoke, um, you had mentioned, obviously, uh, some significant growth uh, is your plan. And obviously, what comes with that is planning ahead of time and having, I would assume, systems and processes. But tell me a little bit about your, your approach to onboarding you know, pet wants franchisees and what makes that unique and smooth so that you can accommodate that, that growth that you plan on? That's a great question, Rob. So, you know, once a pet wants franchisee signs their franchise agreement, they actually have about five weeks of pre-training that they work with our onboarding team on. And some of it is just the business setup that comes along with getting a small business started. But a lot of it is beginning to educate on our products, on our services, on how our business runs. Then they have a full week of training here in our corporate headquarters in Cincinnati, where they meet with every department on our team and really dive into that education. We have a hands-on lab that they spend time in making some of our uh, spa products. So they're in there, they're touching the food, they're making uh, skin spray for for the dogs, they're uh, looking at the packaging uh, and the in that you can watch the excitement build over the course of the week, right? And so then as they come out of training and they're ready to get launched, you know, they continue with our their onboarding specialist for about the first 90 days. And so they're just, their hands are being held as they go to their first event and they have their first delivery and they start looking for the site for their retail location and they've got somebody to hold their hand And then about 90 days in, they get turned over to a franchise business coach that then becomes their ongoing support as they grow their business. Wow. That's amazing. So tell me a little bit about the marketing then. If, if, um, I mean, obviously you have a great brand and a great mission and for that, for that audience, they love you. Uh, But tell me a little bit more when you get into that local market, what are some of the ideas or approaches you use to kind of connect that uh, location with the surrounding community. And so, you know, from the corporate perspective, from the national perspective, of course, we spend time, money, and resources building the digital footprint. And then we educate the local franchisees on how to capitalize on that. But really the power of marketing this brand, it's a local ground game. It is about the franchisee being at the local farmer's market every week, not just occasionally, but people knowing they're going to be there. It's being at adoption events. It's connecting with veterinarians and uh, uh, places where there are foster organizations and, and other places where pet lovers are going to be. It's about really wearing their gear and when they go to their kids' school or they go to an event in the community, being part of the Chamber of Commerce. It In my uh, short tenure here, I've talked to so many franchisees and the ones that are growing at exponential rates that are so excited about the brand are the ones that are out in their communities talking to people and they're really making those local connections. And they have to utilize the tools to do that, right? Their website has to be good. They have to have a good e-commerce platform. They have to be able to uh, have a good delivery system to deliver products to people. But where they connect with the customers, that is where the magic happens. 
Yeah. Yeah. Now being in the, so, so um, as you were, as you were talking, I'm thinking of like just the concept of, of integration marketing, right. Um, taking it even a little further where you say, well, we can, we can be a value add to you and you can be a value add to us. Um, I think a lot of, of just what you said can create those opportunities that might be more just localized or something. Is there anything though that you, you guys do like that? I was just thinking, um, I had a, a conversation with another franchise that does more service around, uh, home ownership, but it's related to pets and they do some work with service dogs. And, and I was just curious. I mean, do you have any other relationships that are sort of like, yeah, it's like that. Fascinating that you bring that up, Rob. We actually have three different national relationships that are in final stages. So I can't really talk about them here, but uh, but but one um, is a home services organization, also a franchise system uh, that that helps uh, pet owners. Uh, one is um, uh, more towards um, recreation and and places where people will take their dogs, and the other is uh, more in the veterinary space. So so we're actively pursuing those national relationships that are affinity relationships that benefit both sides of the equation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I think that's one of the most powerful ideas in marketing, and you know, that's again the benefit of franchising. You know, such leverage, such collaboration uh, coming from your side, and then of course your whole network of franchisees, and 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 having those types of relationships uh, in place for them. Uh, it's it's amazing. So, so with that thought, you know, obviously there's some competition out there for what you're doing. What would you say are the things that kind of make you unique or, or special that you like to talk about? So I think, uh, I mean, obviously there's competitors out there. Um, I think that the just the pure nutrition of the food uh, is one of the main differentiators. Um, it's some of the purest, most natural pet food available. Also, the local franchisee being that expert versus a clerk at a a specialty store or a big box store who might be able to direct you to the food, but can't tell you every ingredient that's in it and why it's good for your dog or your cat, right? So that expertise is such a differentiator. I think also um, the local delivery, while there are online options that will ship your products to you, our franchisees deliver locally. So you can place the order with the local franchisee and they'll deliver to your home. You know, these are all things that make us very different from the, even the specialty store or the big box store that other people might think about. Oh yeah, definitely. Now, as you were, as you were talking about that, I was thinking, do you do any work with like veterinarians? I mean, I was wondering if that's something where your local franchise, or is that just up to them? It's one of the areas they could partner with or how does that... So it's one of the ways that they can partner locally, but I will tell you that we are pursuing some national relationships. I, I was just thinking, because as a veterinarian, when you think about veterinarians, you're like, nutrition is so important, right? Yeah, like totally. as a safeguard. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think I remember a lot of times, you know, obviously going to the vet a lot, um, they, they would have flyers and different things. And, uh, you know, but I was just thinking, yeah, I mean, gosh, this is what they need, right? Yes, um, definitely. Yeah. So it's, it's been a journey. You have a lot ahead of you. 
Um, tell me a little bit about, um, uh, you know, just we're living in a world that's been a little uncertain, right? The last few years sure. for different reasons. And there's some certainly some uncertainty here uh, in the world today. Uh, as, a, as a president, what are some of the things that you prepare for? Is there something that you prepare for? Is it just the ability to pivot or be flexible or what, what, how do you approach that or think about that? So I think the most important thing is to really understand your existing network and what the successes and challenges that they're facing and not to, not to look at that as a static set of data, right? To be constantly communicating not in a one-way fashion, but a two-way fashion, knowing, has this changed? Are we seeing um, that we're selling less of this and more of this? Is this becoming uh, more profitable? Is this becoming more challenging so that we can pivot? Um, we're a growing system, um, but we are a very nimble support team and you know have the ability to say oh there's an opportunity let's help our franchise system capitalize on that or oh wait we're not seeing as much movement here so let's share that information so that people in don't invest as much in that particular uh stock item or uh, way of doing business yeah yeah i think i read a report recently that um you know it was a, it was a, a poll taken with franchisors and one of their their concerns was well, there was a list of concerns or or what they think are future challenges, and one of them was profitability. Sure. And it was very interesting, you know, that you're you have a you have a practice of just evaluating and constantly ensuring that you're you're maximizing that. But uh, you know, it's an ongoing process, right? To stay profitable, have the best solutions and products and services that, that you can offer. And one of the other things that. Um I think that we as the franchisor really have uh, the ability to help our franchisees with you mentioning profitability is, you know, inflation has hit everything. There's nothing that the, the inflation that we've experienced over the last 12 to 18 months hasn't touched. Helping franchisees be confident and comfortable in modest increases in their own prices because they are paying more for what they're they're acquiring. They have to pass those on. And helping them understand the the sheer numbers of it, right? And then help them really look forward to if you lose a couple of customers, it's actually not going to hurt you in the long run because the rest of your customers are going to stay with you. And it's not about the price. It's about the service. It's about the product. It's about the expertise. And, um, you know, small business owners sometimes are really concerned with that. But at the end of the day, they have to structure their business so it's profitable. We can help them with the education of the numbers and the, and the psychology behind that. Wow. Yeah, so critical. It, you know, the way we communicate our language is so important, right? Um, and understanding of what we're offering. You know, I always say, like, you know, we all know about Apple, the the, the technology company. Uh, their products are expensive, but they're really good. You know, really good. I mean, sometimes if you want to serve your client, you know, you've got to price things and you've got to to be high quality in order to do that you have you know it has to be a certain price and you have to be confident in that price even if yep. it's not, you're not used to it you know but uh 
Well, it's been great talking to you. It's so glad that you've been on the show. Um, and, and before we wrap things up, I, I would love to ask, you know, you, you're brand president now. You have this future of, in front of you. T- tell me a little bit about, is there is there anything you want to li- leave with the audience? Is there one thing that has guided you to this point, you know, that you could say, I always rely on this thought process or this principle. Is there anything like that you'd like to, to share with the audience? So, you know, I think really what it is for me, and it's always been this way, is um, understanding your business enough to have one simple question that guides your actions, your decisions, your thought processes, right? And so, you know, in my, uh, the first industry that I was in, it was about um, serving the elderly. So does this decision help us keep a senior safe at home for another month, right? If If it didn't do that, then it, what we shouldn't be focusing on it. In my last brand, it was how does this help us serve one more family, right? How can we help one more family get the childcare that they need to go to work, to go to a party, to what you know, whatever it was they needed. And in this brand on my whiteboard, I have the one question written down. So anybody who comes into my office has to see. How does that help us feed one more dog? It's so for me, I have to boil it down to that kind of simplicity because the world is complicated and the world throws a lot at us. And so when my to-do list is full and my calendar is full and my email is dinging, I got to be able to take a breath and remember does that help us feed one more dog? And if it does, then I have to go at it with, with all my passion. And if it doesn't, it's got to go. It's got to come off the plate. I got to tell you, you helped me tremendously. I love asking that because I get, I get stuff that helps me. Now, I, I think you really did. I, I've got to come up with a question right now <laughs> for, my, for, my, for my business, right? Um, but no, that's tremendous and so true. Um, I, I always I ask that question a lot because of the book, The One Thing. Yes, um, it's yes. a business book. You know what I mean? Because it, it is about that. And I think I've read somewhere that our attention spans over the last 30 years or whatever, whatever that uh, since the internet kind of came in, it's just been like halved. I mean, we just oh, easily inundated with information. And so act, actively always simplifying having that one question. Wow. I mean, that is a filter to uh, to have handy. Yeah, it's really, <laughs> so, really powerful. Yeah. Well, that that was tremendous. I appreciate you being here. Hey, before we, we end the show, would you share a website with our audience that uh, folks could learn more about the opportunity? And of course, uh, if there's a local uh, a store near them. Yeah, absolutely. So it's uh, very simple. It's www.petwants.com. So P-E-T w-a-n-t-s dot com beautiful well it was great having you today Danita and I just want to thank you and thank our guests for, for tuning in to another episode of Franchise Marketing Radio <laughs>